0: And the three of us this time are back in your lives, Sean, Nick, and Pat. Kyle has to sit this week out. Got some other obligations going on, but we wanted to produce some content for you guys this week. And, you know, it's actually a great week to talk some Philly sports. We used to usually try to get a little bit of everything, but this week will be a little bit shorter of an episode, most likely, and we'll be a little bit more Philly-centric. Guys, I'll tell you what, how, like, I, I, let's get to the sports in a little bit, but... What's going on with you guys this week? I just got my haircut today. Just got back from the gym. Work's slowing down for me. What's going on with you guys? Anything new? Um,
1: I just watched Tenet last night. What That's is, a great I, movie. Tenant.
0: Yeah, never heard of it. Oh, was it's that the one with, uh, with Ricky Jarrett from Ballers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, isn't he? He's like Denzel a, Washington? son. Yeah, Denzel Washington. son. I've been seeing commercials for that. That's a
1: great movie, dude. You got to watch it.
0: What's on like, HBO or something?
1: Um, I just, I just found a stream online.
0: Okay. Yeah. I saw it like the uh, news for that. And I was like, Hey, that, that's Ricky Jarrett. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I've missed watching ballers, man. How Pretty you, much
1: Nick? anything that Christopher Nolan makes is going to be like really good. So
0: yeah, Pat's, Pat's a big movie guy. I know that. So uh, I'm going to take your advice on it. How about you, Nick? Anything new, buddy?
2: Not really. No, I started watching that show on HBO flight attendant with a uh, Kelly
0: Cuoco. Oh yeah. I saw that too. What What is that like?
2: Oh, she's hot, so. Yeah, very hot. Uh, It's actually, it's a fucking great show. She's really good in it. And um, I don't know the other, like, main character's name. He's a dude from Haunting of Hill House, like one of the brothers. Uh, He's pretty good in it, too. So, it's a really good show. It's 40 minutes. Not a big investment of time.
0: Yeah, I always say that's my big thing. I can't go to, like, the hour. If a show's over an hour, I'm not doing it. Because it's just too much time, too much of a commitment. But there, there's our movie TV picks of the week. Now, we'll go into some sports in a little bit. But before we get into sports, it's the holiday season. So I think we'll just get this out of the way early. Let's remind everyone that Seller Dwellers is brought to you by Manscaped, the number one leader in manscaping technology. This perfect package 3.0 that they just came out with, including the Lawnmower 3.0. It's the best gift for any man in your life this holiday season. You can go on their website right now, get anything you want, and use code SELLERDWELLERS at checkout with all caps and no space. You get 20% off plus free shipping. So just go on manscaped.com, use that code SELLERDWELLERS, all caps and no space, get your discount, get your free shipping, and get the man in your life a very happy Christmas. He'll love it. We all love the product. So guys, use that code on manscaped.com. But guys, let's get into some sports, and let's just get right to it. Jalen Hurts comes in last week against Green Bay. Carson Wentz finally gets to the bench. We, we knew it was coming. Perhaps it was a few weeks too late, but, you know, you could argue whatever, whatever. but he's in. Throws a touchdown and regress the punt return. Kind of sparked the offense a little bit. And then, of course, in Philadelphia, there has to be a quarterback controversy. And then today, December 8th of 2020, Doug Peterson names Jalen Hurts the starter for next week for Saints. Pat, I know I know Pat's happy about this. Yeah,
1: I'm um, definitely happy about
0: it. I'm telling you what I'm a little I'm a little upset about this, man, 'cause like I, I sent you that thing on TikTok yesterday, Pat, of all the mm-hmm. old Wentz highlights. And I was like, man, this guy really looked like he was gonna be the one. He looked like he was gonna lead like be the franchise quarterback. We all knew he had the potential to be. And uh, you know, he's on the bench. He's He could even
1: still be good though. Like he could still be good, but not on the Eagles. Like, he'll never be good on the Eagles again.
0: I don't Ever. think so, man. I think, like, if you, I think you've got to get rid of Doug and Howie, and I think he has a chance. Dude, he, it's
1: – I mean, come on, man. He's, he's terrible. I know. He's terrible right now. It,
0: no, this season he's terrible. Because you just got done saying what, – what was his stats? Well, yeah, last, last,
1: year? last year he had a really good year. He had 4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. And then That's I always pretty good year.
0: And then I always reference the Super Bowl year. He should have been MVP. You know he, he has proven that he can play. I just think Doug Doug Peterson I really don't think can coach. Here's right.
2: what I don't get: Everybody's been saying like have rollouts, like let him roll out, like like call plays where he's like it's scripted for him to roll out, like not him improvising and like extending the play. And then Jalen Hurts comes in, and the first three pass plays they run are designed rollouts. Oh. Like, I don't get, like, and they didn't call one the entire game before that. Like, I just don't get, like, why. I, like, I, that year Nick Foles came in after the Super Bowl year, and they start like, the, the plays they were calling just seemed different. And I don't get, like, I don't know if it's Carson saying he doesn't want to run these plays. I don't know if it's Doug not calling them. I don't know what it is. But for some reason – I've, now it's, like, the second time I've seen it. Like, it looks like they – like, the playbook for the backup is different, and I don't know why they don't just try it with him.
0: Uh, there was apparently a r- report that Carson also would change the offense, too. Like, he called a lot of, like, audibles and stuff or, or something like that. But I think didn't – wasn't there something that came out this week that said, like, Carson didn't know that Doug gave up play calling? Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you not know who's calling your plays, like, as the quarterback? There, there's some sort of weird miscommunication there going on, too, like – how, how do you not know that Doug's not calling the plays last week? Something was weird about that as well. It's like
2: was, – was, does does the offensive coordinator have, like – can he talk to the quarterback in, like, the headset? Oh, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. So, it was, like, press, like, calling him from the press box, and
0: then Doug you know, was calling, calling him. him. Yeah, but still, like, he should know, like, hey, Doug's not in charge of calling the plays this week. Like, how do you not let your quarterback know that? I, I don't know. That was just a weird thing of mine. And uh, yeah. back, back to your thing about the rollouts, Nick, like – I understood like a lot of the like NFL nowadays, like need a lot of mobile quarterbacks to scramble out of the pocket, do the rollout plays. But I don't like doing those when there's no receivers because you essentially like the Eagles have no receivers. So essentially when you do that, you take away half the field. If he's like rolling out to the right, like, Getting back to the left side of the field for a throw, that's much harder now. So, now you're essentially working with half the space, and if you already have crappy receivers, you're making your chances even worse. So, I I get why they maybe don't roll him out as much. But, like – and, you know what, Jalen Hurts, Pat, you said it. Like, he's definitely more athletic. Like, he he looked great rolling out of the pocket. He's just better than him.
1: (laughs) I I know. I mean, he is. Dude, like, Wentz can't make a three-yard pass, dude. The accuracy is gone. The accuracy's completely gone. He can't make – remember he used to make like those uh, – in the red zone, he was, he was really good and he would just throw those like dimes to Ertz and Goddard. He can't do that anymore. You know what I mean? He can't even throw a screen pass. Like there's something wrong with it. I don't, I think, I don't think it's that much to do with Doug. I mean, I know he's not been great at play calling, but there's something wrong with Wentz that's way beyond coaching.
0: I, I think it really – I really think it's Doug. Um, I
1: I don't I really
0: don't. I tweeted out like the other week as like a joke. I said prayers out to Carson Wentz. Nothing wrong for nothing wrong with him. He just sucks. And I just did that like cuz it's funny. I don't think Carson Wentz actually sucks that bad. But like he played, he has been sucking.
2: Like I think this is a bad year and I think putting Jalen Hurts in is like fine cuz I don't think Carson's going to play well this year. But I think we like I, I don't know I guess get new like a new GM and maybe a new coach and have, let them decide, but I I just feel like everybody no matter what they do here it's probably going to be wrong again just like Falls and Wentz they're either going to let him go and he's going to be great or they'll keep him and he'll suck so
0: here's the thing like, you cannot get rid of him. You can't have a – like. you can't get rid of him.
2: He, no, he's not gonna, next year. He's on the team next year and probably the year after that because it's a huge dead cap hit if um, he leaves. He he, he, he I he, think he Andrew take him.
0: I think Andrew Brandt, I'm going to look on No, Twitter. even
2: if it's a trade, it's still a 60-mil dead cap hit.
0: Yeah, I'm going to look. I think Andrew Brandt uh, tweeted. He He's, you know, worked in the front office and stuff like that. He's very unknown. Uh, he's known well, like, around the league and stuff. I'm pretty sure he said, like, Wentz is untradeable for 18 months or something. Like, it, it just wouldn't – Makes sense. If he's
2: not on the roster next year, it doesn't matter if like we trade him. It's a sixty million dollar dead cap hit, and then if he's not on the roster the year after that, it's a twenty five million dollar dead cap hit. Okay, yeah, I'm looking. So after the, like this year, he's definitely on the team, and then the following year, it, if he's um, if he's bad next if he's bad next year, I'm sure they'll take the twenty five million dollar dead cap hit and get him out. But I don't know, dude. How
0: dude I, I feel like.
2: Like, Hurts might play well and it might not matter, you know? Like, if Hurts plays well enough and then he beats him in camp next year, like, he's gone after the next year anyway.
1: So I also think that it's not like, oh, you brought Hurts in to ruined Wentz' confidence. It's not like this hasn't happened in other teams. Like, the, the Patriots brought in uh, – what's his name? Uh, Garoppolo. Yeah, Garoppolo. Uh, didn't do anything to Brady. Still won a Super Bowl that year. Um, the Green Bay Packers bring in Jordan Love, right? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers having the best – one of the best years of his career. It's not about – it's not about, what, like, him getting his confidence ruined or anything like that. I think something is wrong with Wentz. I think it's – I think he, it's how many hits he's taken.
2: Like That I th- could be it. I think he's just, like – he's not, like – like I don't know. Like, I know in baseball, like, when you – when I would – you have to throw it quick. Like, that's when I made all my bad throws. And, like, I feel like even when he has time – he like his mechanics just get fucked up that's
1: that's another thing his mechanics are terrible and i think I was that watching all the hits yeah i was watching a video and like he does this weird you can even see it when he's like throwing this weird like mat big first step and his throw takes way too long to to get out of his hand and he does this thing where he like he goes like pigeon toad where like once he instead of like pointing both feet towards the receiver they turn in, so like it just makes him rotate his body so much more. And I don't know how you fix that.
2: I saw that video too, and I think if you watched film of like a ton of other QBs, I don't I think a lot of them are pigeon toed too.
0: Especially if it's
2: like ex baseball players. like that's I like I think if you look to like Kyler and like Russ, I have a feeling like they might be pigeon toed.
0: Here's my question about the whole um like the heart situation, no. Is say Hertz plays well like this season. Like you just my like assumption from this is that Wentz is not playing for the rest of the year. Like Hertz is just he's the starter for the rest of the year, and we'll see what happens. I'm not sure if they're expecting to win any of these games or what. But like, say he played. Like I'm of the belief that you cannot. You have to play with Wentz. Like next season, Wentz should be the starter and this because you're paying no. him so much money you no. cannot have like a 30 million dollar 100 no. million dollar backup
1: you can't. Just no dude just no
0: you can't have a 30 million or 100 million you backup. have to though i mean like he's he's bad this season he's bad but like every other this season, season
1: makes- but like we're gonna go through another whole season where he's shit again and then like like what if hurts plays well that I- and you just say all right hurts you're back on the bench because we're paying this guy
0: I think we need to. Well, if he plays well, then I think maybe you trade him. Trade Hertz, maybe get him. Mean, this is just hypothetical. Trade like, Hertz if he plays well. No, 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 no. Listen, I said he's. Hear me out, man. Hear me out, because I'm. I'm saying like I. I'm not like willing to accept the fact that I'll have like a hundred million dollar backup. I don't want to have that. Like I just can't. I can't because that's just. Well,
1: just because you can't doesn't mean it's the best decision for the team. Because
0: what hurt? You think Hertz is going to play that well?
1: I, don't. I think he'll be better than Wentz, but, like, I don't know I how think
0: much if Carson better than
2: doesn't play, If Carson isn't the starter next year, we're not making the playoffs. And, and if Carson is a starter, we still might not make the playoffs. Oh. But I think that if it's – if J, like, I just don't think Jalen Hurts is, like, that ready yeah, to, like, like what, take what a team to like, the playoffs. Especially if he had a couple
0: – he had a couple good throws, right? He had the touchdown throw on fourth and forever, and then he had a nice uh, long pass of his, uh, like, 35 Rager. yards or whatever. Yeah, to, yeah. Nice long pass to Rager. But he went like 5 for 12, had a touchdown and an interception. Not like he played out of his mind. They scrambled well, but throwing the ball still some work, and he has the fumble problem. And our defense sucks. <laughs> defense no, sucks. No, they don't. They're not oh. that bad. Offensive line sucks. Receivers suck. Like a lot of the blame is going on Carson. I, I get it. It comes with the position. But I'm not willing to give up hope on him just because of one bad year. And as, I know I've, I had had some fun with you, like with Wentz. Like we said, Wentz is golf, and like he shows his signs of brilliance, and other times he sucks. And that's just part of like the frustration of a week to week fan base. That's we let our emotions out. But now, like now that's actually happening, I'm still want to ride with Wentz. And like I. Maybe he's not going to be like the, you know, top three, five quarterback we maybe thought. But he's definitely not as bad as he has been this season. Like, you can only go up from here. Statistically, he's been probably the worst quarterback in the league this year. I said that for the past couple weeks. I think you just need to figure out a way to build a team around Wentz. Get the line back. Get Brooks back. Lane Johnson back. We'll, we'll see what happens. Lane Johnson just had a surgery, right? Get, get your line back and get some receivers, man. Like, this guy has no receivers. None. Do you remember how the guys that, that played last year? Dude, um, I don't – dude, I, I know that he has no receivers, but, like, he's also just no. not
1: throwing to open guys. Like, he's refusing to throw to to open guys and trying to play hero ball too.
0: Yeah, that's true. But, like, you have – like, it's easy to say that from the outside, like, watching it. I, he probably feels like a lot of pressure. And I'm, I'm going to, like – maybe if he can't handle the pressure, he can't handle the pressure. That's a whole other story but it definitely will help if he has a better team around him. Like there are some guys last year that you probably don't even remember like their names. I'm, I'm looking at the roster right now. Like, I mean, you remember their names cause they were on the team, but Robert Davis, Deontay Burnett, Jordan Matthews. Those were, that's who you're throwing to last year. And he still had. He's
1: really not throwing to them that much. Like those are, those are the guys that were on the but team this, for like a this week. Was
0: la- this was last year anyway, not this year. And I'm saying like, he was able to ball like you have to carry the you. He broke his back last year trying to carry this team, and I think the Eagles messed him up. Remember that TikTok I sent you not too long ago about Doug Peterson saying that uh, like Wentz is going to be great unless we mess him up. I'm gonna yeah. try. I'm gonna try and find it right now. Just and I'll, I'll put the uh, audio in the microphone just so everyone can hear it. I think I don't think he broke himself. I think the Eagles broke or yeah, the Eagles broke Carson Wentz. That's my like. From what I understand, that's what I think. Here, I got the clip I right guess. now.
1: I mean, I, I know what you're talking about, but, like, is the player that fragile where, like, he can't just play – like, play by himself. Like, not play by himself, but, like, you can't just say, like, oh, well, he he got broken by the team. Like, good players don't get broken by teams. You know what I mean? They still find a way to play well, or decent, at least. Like, okay. He's got been – horrendous this year, uh, this year though.
2: See, I would love to see like other quarterbacks that are like in like the 8 to 12 range on this team like I would love to see it I think like, so too yeah like that's Baker I mean. like I'd love to see Baker Mayfield play on this team right
1: now like, I, I think mean come goes. on Baker Mayfield that's not a great that's not a great comparison so
0: we're saying like okay we'll say like the 10th best quarterback in the league who would you see? like maybe would you like to see Philip Rivers on this team or something he's not Brian the Tannehill. Best. Uh, Brian, uh, a yeah, Ryan Tannehill Ryan give me
1: yeah I think I think Ryan Tannehill would still play better than him
0: I don't. I really don't. I don't think many quarterbacks, and like other than like maybe Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes, like they, I don't think most quarterbacks would play well on this team. Here, I'm gonna play that audio right now. Hold on, for a Doug Peter from Doug Peterson. I forget when this was from, but it was pretty much when, I think it may have been Carson's like good year. Hold on. So that was that was the thing. Like Doug, I think Doug knew. Like Doug screwed him up. I think Doug screwed him up, and he said he's going to be great for the city unless we screw him up, and he and he screwed him up, man. In that front, it's all the front office, and it's on Doug, in my opinion. And i like I said, we've been quick to criticize him, and that's just part of the um, part of the nature of the gig, I guess. But I, if and it comes down to it, I think it's Howie trying to be the smartest guy in the room, drafting like Jalen Rager when Justin Jefferson's there. Like justin that that is starting to look way worse than it actually is than yeah. than what we originally thought, taking the quarterback in the second round when you probably should have won you definitely should have went with another position there and just you know all the previous years of howie 's draft mistakes and then doug peterson 's like play calling just doesn 't seem to work. I think it 's just not you shouldn 't put all the blame on Wentz. like he 's been sacked the most as well the the line sucks. It, it, you really can't put all the blame on him. That's why I'm just going to be a little bit more patient. I'll ride Hurts out for the rest of the year, and then I don't know, the we'll thing see is that. Like We have Jalen Hurts cheap for four years or three but, years after this one. So, But say he plays yeah. well, Nick. Would you be open to – say he plays well and you can get like a second or third round pick for him. Would you trade him and maybe take a risk and see who you can like get in the draft? or do you
2: keep Nah, him? I would probably like – I would gotta just keep him. him. I would keep him, and then I would still play Wentz next year. The same thing, if he sucks, it would be like a super
1: short leash. Like, I would give him, like, two or three games. All right, well, then that's fine. If you give him two to three games, that's okay. But after that, you got to be, like, if he's the same.
2: You figure, like, there's no way he goes into next season without, like, I'm sure one of them will get hurt. But Andre Dillard, Brandon Brooks, and – Lane Johnson, two of the three will be healthy to start next year. So I'd like – like you got – I would like to see him with, you know, maybe a little more time to throw. But, that, like, if Hurts does – play, if Hurts sucks, then it's a different situation. But if Hurts plays well, you give him, like, two or three games, and if he plays like he did this year, then it's Hurts. And then you get rid of him after next year.
0: And I did have fun, like, watching Jalen Hurts this week. It was probably the most fun I had watching an Eagles game all season, to be honest with you, and it's maybe because it was a little bit different. But I'm also not – I'm not sold on him as much as everyone else. It was definitely more exciting. He was scrambling. Like I said, it was fun to watch. But I'm still not sold that he's going to be a terrific NFL quarterback. Like, he might just be a backup of his whole career. Who, who knows? But, you know, anyway, that, that's my take on it. And if you guys have anything else to add, go, go ahead. But unless, unless we can move on as well.
2: No, yeah. I Don't let my defense of Carson Wentz in this uh, – I, I am very excited for Jalen Hurts, and I do want him to be fucking awesome. So, I hope he pl- plays well. I just yeah. hope we don't fuck him up playing him against the Saints, and then the uh, who we Card- against. Yeah, Card- uh, the Cardinals don't have like a great defense. The Saints defense has been buzzing. Saints look good, man. Yeah, yeah, they've been buzzing. So I would, I like this. I don't. Oh, that's the thing that's tough. It's just like you kind of had to wish that like Carson got through last game, and then he could have gotten eaten alive by the Saints, and then you bench him halfway through the Saints game so then Hertz doesn't have to deal with the Saints as much.
0: Yeah. I, I hear everyone out and I, I wanna I've been criticized critical of Wentz and everyone else has as well, but I'm definitely like I was just frustrated and I want to be a little bit more patient with him. Just just for now. I think he should be the starter. I, I don't want to pay all that money to a backup. And like we said, if Hertz plays well then go for it. Do whatever is best for the team. But like I'm just not I'm not willing to give up on Wentz yet based on what I've seen from him. Based on the entire sample size, I'm not giving up on Wentz just yet. But that is my take on it. Anyway.
1: I think Hurts is hype right now because he knows he's about to be a starter. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, we'll see what happens. But I hope you're right, man. And I like, you know, whatever is best for the team. But let I me mean, just add one more thing. And uh, Nick, I think you may have said it to me. The, the Eagles need to just lose lose out. Lose out and just do, take your losses because they're going to win the games that they should lose now. Um, they should, like, lose to Washington-Dallas to end the season and then uh, get a better draft pick. So that's what I think they should do.
2: Yeah, they should pull some Greg Williams shit, run cover zero, go up a Hail Mary on the last play of the game to lose at this point.
0: Yeah. Um, let me do – let me check out – let's – uh go to the Washington football team, big win versus Steelers this week and the Giants big win versus Seattle this week. NF- NFC least to NFC beast this week. I just had to throw that in there. Shout out to the NFC East there this week. Pretty big win. I'm, I'm not sure uh, what that says about, you know, the other teams if they're maybe frauds or what, but here we are. NFC East looks good this week. Yeah. But by the way, I know you talked about the golf and stuff. Did you catch the match with uh, Charles Barkley and Phil Mickelson and Peyton and Steph?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: What do you guys think about that?
2: Chuck played well, man. Good for him. That's it fucking did. awesome.
0: Yeah. The, I didn't know Chuck – I mean, obviously, he had the terrible swing and stuff like that. But, he, you know, he looked all right. He looked all right under Phil Mickelson. He's got the right coach, and I think they played pretty well for him. So, I actually like that. Last year, they did Tiger and Phil and Brady and Manning. I, I enjoy watching it every year, seeing how the other – like other players golf. So
1: pretty cool. I think it was cool to see like um, how big of a difference it made. Like Steph Curry's like really a really good golfer and he even played some pro events. Um, But like just the difference between an actual pro and someone who's really good at golf just makes a complete difference.
0: I know it's insane. And that's why like when I'm working at the golf course and these guys come out, almost like every day, like probably like five days a week and they're practicing on their short game. They're going to the driving range where they're playing around the golf. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, like 40, 50 years old, like you're not getting any better. You might take like a stroke or two off your game, but you're no, you know, PGA player. Like, just stop coming to the, stop coming to play golf so much, man. Because you're not, you're not going pro. But. They're just trying to get away from their fucking family. Oh, I know, I know they are. That's they, they always, they say that too. They say that too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, anybody at a golf course, it's over like thirty-five. You just look at them and they tell you, like, I'm just here to get away from my wife. And it's like, all right, man, I don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, cool, dude. Yeah. All right, let's let's get back into some uh sports, some sports stuff. Was there anything else in the NFL this week that I uh, really? Stood? I said we got Eagles. Obviously, that's the big news for us, and then the NFC East with some big wins, which help. It definitely helps the Eagles in terms of draft picks and stuff like that. Uh, I don't think How about any- uh, Alex Smith's
2: leg just bleeding in the middle of the game yesterday. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> he, dude, is- he, he's gonna have a crazy thirty for thirty. Yeah. Yeah crazy I think he already thing. had one didn't he or well, he something had like, like, a, like it he had like a documentary E60 yeah it was like an E60 yeah uh, his 30 for 30 will be crazy because he, he's playing good football like Washington's a sneaky good team
1: their defense is really good
0: yeah they're really good and their offense is like you know it's not terrible I mean they just beat uh, Pittsburgh so they can put up points if they have to And I, you know yeah, they, they
2: got uh, scary Terry Oh yeah, baby. Scary Terry leading my team into the playoffs.
0: How are your fantasy team? How are they doing, fellas? The playoffs are right around the corner, right? I'm out. Ah, oh, buddy. Yep. Tough I'm year. Two seed going in. Two teams going in. I'm the I'm the two seed. Oh, two seed. Okay. I thought you said two teams. All right. That's pretty good, Nick. We're counting, we're rooting for you, buddy. Yeah. I
2: think I'm gonna get my fucking ass kicked though in the championship. The dude who's winning my league is so much better than everybody else. Oh really?
0: Um, that, yeah. that always happens. There's one guy that just dominates. I feel like He, has,
2: he has like Mahomes, DK Metcalf, Dalvin Cook, oh Travis god. Kelsey. Ew. Oh my god. <laughs> That's um, a super team. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And his other running backs good too. I forget who it is, but it's Derek Henry. <laughs> Henry. <laughs> no,
0: I had him. Right. By the way, how do we think uh like the MVP race is now shaking up? I think it's Mahomes and Rogers you got to give it to either Mahomes or Rodgers. Josh probably, Allen's lurking. Who is? Josh Allen. Yeah, He's lurking. He is lurking. Josh Allen looks really good, man. And I think, dude, that's like a good comparison for, for Wentz. Like, he should be as good as Josh Pre-ACL Allen. tear. What's they that? Were,
2: I think pre-ACL tear they were a good comparison, but, but I think I, Josh yeah, Allen's yeah. way more athletic now.
0: Yeah, I agree. I Josh Allen's
1: just got a, a – rocket for an arm too like but
0: I would love to see because I don't think by any means like Josh Allen is like he's not like a Mahomes or anything like like Mahomes is the bar and then Russell Wilson I think and Aaron Rodgers like my top three and then you get like Josh Allen and the other guys I want Wentz like in that second tier and I think he has potential but you know I'm I'm sick I'm not going to talk about Wentz for the rest of the show (laughs) at least I'll try not to but yeah I think you probably got it down right there uh and maybe Derek Henry can make a case as well. He He's had a ridiculous year as well. But uh, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. I was just saying I think Mahomes is MVP at the moment. What do you guys think? Mahomes, Rogers, Allen?
1: Um, I think they both have, like, ridiculous offense. It's hard to say um, because people always say that Mahomes has, you know, his offense, so that's why he's good. But so does Rogers. I mean, they're, they're just as good if, if not.
0: Better, I think. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs' offense is like a juggernaut. Do with, it. I mean, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, as well. Like they're leading the league. And I know Metcalf was ahead of them by a few yards, but like they're two of the top three receiving leaders in the league, and they're both on the same team. That that's to me is insane. That's yeah. a, it's an insane stat. So I'm, I'm going to give it to Mahomes. So let's move on to some NBA, and we'll start off with the Sixers, and then we'll move into Kyrie Irving being. Kyrie Irving again so it seems Kyrie Irving sorry James Harden we keep going back and forth on this James Harden thing first it seems like he's going to Brooklyn then it seemed like you know Philly had a good chance and then it was completely off the table you know they didn't didn't want to trade Harden to Philly and now Harden says he's open to coming to Philly and here we are the saga has taken another turn and it seems like Daryl Morey is set on not giving up either Ben or Joel he wants to keep the two young stars and James Harden said he is open to coming to Philly fellas I'm telling you right now if they get James Harden and they keep Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid you better watch out for these Philadelphia 76ers I don't care yeah. if you're on the bench or anything like that like if you if you pair, pair those three together that is the best team in the east in my, in my opinion I don't think I mean yeah I think it would be the best team in the east I yeah. I, don't see, I couldn't see anyone beating them I know you have to give up pieces you probably have to give up like Matisse uh, Tobias and uh, maybe right, maybe Maxie <laughs> Maybe Maxi, Danny Green. I think you definitely have to give up Matisse. I think with, like a lot of teams would like to have a guy like Matisse on the team. Probably give up Mike Scott too. Like like we said, Mike Scott's good days in Philadelphia. Probably. A ton of picks, yeah, and a ton of picks. But I'd be I'd be happy to give them whatever picks they want for Harden. Because by the time we get the picks, like we're gonna be so good that if you're gonna be late first round picks or whatever, like go ahead, take the late first round picks. We we went over this in the group chat, like. Our late first round picks in the past few years have been Cork Moss, uh, TLC. Uh, who else was it? Landry Shamet. He he turned out to be you know that that'd be a good guy to have. But it's not like these guys are turning out to be superstars anyway. They they could take all those players if I could get Harden. I'd definitely take that. And then you get can you imagine how many free throws we'd have per game with Harden and Joel? My God, they'd be in the line all game.
1: Oh yeah, you would be furious.
0: <laughs> I would like to see like. I would love to see that, parent. I think I think that's easily the number one team in the league. I think Joel Embiid feels a little bit disrespected this year. I'm expecting a big year from Joel. I'm I'm probably one of his biggest critics, and he had like a off year last year. He was like 23 and 13, so something along those lines. I think I think he's more like the 27, 15 type of guy. Like he, if he's getting up in that range, then you get Harden dropping his like. If Harden comes, it'll take some scoring away from Embiid, but. If you get those three, man, I, I, the potential is limitless. It's limitless. I, I could see them beating any team. I mean, yeah, any team. Any team. I was going to say maybe the Lakers could stop them or the Clippers, but I still think that they could. They would definitely hold their own, if not beat Anthony both of Davis teams. does not
2: play well against Joel Embiid.
0: That's true. He, he doesn't. Not. He absolutely doesn't. I remember that. And the, here's the thing to remember, fellas. When a star in the NBA wants out, he gets out every time anthony anthony yeah. davis uh, lebron um you know the, the list can go on and on when the stars went out they're gone and harden's gonna be the next name on the list um he's you know eventually he's gonna go and if the houston rockets are smart they get rid of him now because the later they go on in this process the less they're gonna get Like right. and because the people know that harden wants out yeah. If the friction now Harden missed the first day of practice or whatever. He reported today, but he missed the first day. The later this goes on, the more tension there's gonna be. They already got rid of Westbrook. I don't see Wall and West uh Wall and Harden like playing well together. They're two ball dominant guards. I think Harden's already, you know, one foot out the door. The longer he stays, the less Houston gets. So perhaps by this time next week, James Harden could be a Philadelphia seventy sixer. I think
1: I think what's more realistic is that they go through the year a little bit, uh, like play it out, see how Ben and Joel are doing with this new team. And if it's not working, they trade one of them for Harden. If it is working, they just trade for more shooters and other assets. Like,
0: I, I don't think that I, – I really don't think that like, – we'll do, I don't think it will take that long is what I'm saying. I think by the start of the season – yeah. Which is actually, actually maybe not. Cause that's, a, it's coming. It came up really quick. I think the first, next, yeah,
2: next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after.
0: I think they have base, uh, games this week, preseason games this week on like December 11th, I think is the first day. I took a picture of it. Hold on a second. Um So maybe not by the start of the season, but I think very close, very, yeah. December 11th, preseason games begin
1: December. Now, he said that he's open to being traded, which doesn't mean like that he wants a trade necessarily. I think right. that,
0: Listen, that's They're just the
1: listening to, to trades right now, and if the if the Sixers pique their interest enough, then they'll do it.
0: That's, and that's the report that that's like I think that's what it comes out in the media. Like he's open to a trade. That means he, he wants out. I mean you he's made it, yeah he's made it very clear that he wants out of Houston. He didn't even show up the first. first <laughs> didn't day. it come out? Didn't it come out
1: like right before that that like that um John Wall just talked to James Harden, and James Harden said that he's definitely staying in Houston.
0: Yeah, no chance. no chance. I think
1: that <laughs> – why would he tell him that,
0: though? <laughs> like, Could you imagine John Wall and – like, they kind of already did it with Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Like, it doesn't work as well as you might have thought. And John Wall is the worst version of Russell Westbrook. Although John Wall used to be my favorite player in the league. But, you know, he's injury prone. So, whatever. Um, I, 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 the point is I want Harden in Philly. I think you're nuts not to, I think you give up anything but Ben or Joel. Actually, I'd be willing to give up Joel, but I don't think the Sixers would do that.
2: I think um, it's good for us The later it goes. Like if he doesn't, if he starts like sitting out or something, then we could hopefully, like they are playing well and then they add James Harden, you know, and yeah. they can keep like Seth Curry and stuff. But, uh, That team would be ridiculous. Like if it was if your starting lineup was like James Harden, Seth Curry, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Pat Parker, like you're winning an NBA title. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely, you could put you could put. Yeah, I was gonna say you could I, the the team wouldn't work it, I was gonna say Ben, Joel, um, Harden, and then us three, but we're you know one of us would have to be the sixth man, but we'd probably still be up there in the playoffs at least. We'd be at least a five seed with that team, you know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what are your thoughts, fellas? Nick, you think you think the Sixers make the deal? What's our prediction? I think I honestly think the Sixers are going to get him.
2: I don't think the Sixers are going to get them. I don't think that I think the Rockets will get will ship them somewhere where they can like it's still a contender because he said like it said and other contenders. Yeah, and I think somebody else will be willing to give up more because like, I don't think the Sixers will throw in Ben or Joel, and I think somebody else might throw in somebody that's better than what we have. Maybe not as big
0: of a cap hit. I'm trying to think, like, um, I think the Sixers can come up with a hell of a package compared to other people. I think he get rid of – I think they probably will ship out the bias. just the contract, the money works out. Yeah. And then, you know, he's a he's a pretty good player, pretty good player. If he goes to the Rockets, he's prob- probably averaging in the 20s with yeah. John Wall and stuff like that. And uh, probably then you get, like, Matisse and stuff like that and all the picks. I could, the only team in the East I could see making the deal would, other than the Sixers – that's a contender would be Miami maybe they get they had to go probably tyler hero and i i'm not sure they'd be willing to do that cuz that's yeah. they 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 like that tyler hero and duncan robinson and jimmy butler and audibleo stuff like that that that's like their uh, i guess their uh, foundation like you know the three 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 ball players nice first little center and then obviously butler i could the see the Celtics better.
2: putting something together does he not want to go there though
0: when you said contenders. I just, I don't know. Again, like, I'm not sure if they'd be willing to give up Tatum or Brown. Like, the Rockets are going to need. I saw another report that's saying, like, a lot of teams aren't willing to give up what Houston's asking for at the moment. And that's okay. why I think the Sixers have had no, like, sub, uh, substantial talks with them because they're probably asking for Ben or Joel, probably Ben right now. And Daryl Moore is like, no. We're not we're not getting up in but i think as later this goes on the rockets are going to have to cave because it's going to cause friction in houston and you, you know the it'll just be a downhill spiral i think ultimately he does though i think he, i think he ends up in philly some point before the trade deadline and i, I, I think
1: the best thing for us too is that we have darryl Morey. like he's the way he's able to put together trades is like it's phenomenal and he taught he taught uh what's his name hanky hanky so yeah the master I'm gonna, traits.
0: I'm going I'm going if Harden lands in Philly, I'm playing the Sixers like uh, victory song on repeat all day. I was just, until the season starts, I'm playing that song all day long, man. Imagine how many assists Ben Simmons is going to have this year if James Harden's on this team. You get Seth Curry, James Harden, Danny Green, Uh, maybe cork moss is still there hitting threes like they're going to hit a ridiculous amount like ben Simmons is going to facilitate kick it out bada bing bada boom he's gonna he's gonna be averaging like 20 assists a game like you said the other week pat yeah well but pat what was your prediction did you say did i miss it do you think he comes in or what
1: i said that i don't think the trade gets done before the season starts and that the way the only way we get him is if we trade ben or joel
0: okay like before, that,
1: but we won't, we won't trade them if we're playing well.
0: If say we're playing we well,
1: we're going to keep them.
0: Say we go through the season. A lot of teams are sleeping on the – a lot of pe- people in the league are sleeping on the Sixers. Like, they're not in a lot of power rankings in the top ten and uh, stuff like that because, you know, last year was uh, unmitigated disaster. Say we do play well and the, the season goes on and Harden still wants out. Do you, what do you think happens then?
1: Um. I mean, we're going to make him a deal. It's just up to Houston to to take the take the picks and the the uh, young players
0: instead of a star, right? Isn't Harden a free agent after this year? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So then let's see. I'll Google right now when his contract's up. If and then, that's
1: true, then we're definitely not trading Ben or Joel for him.
0: I believe I you're think. right uh, because a lot of people are not. All the yeah, twenty twenty two. He's a free agent, twenty twenty two but a lot of the teams that are interested, you know, the top contenders quote unquote said they're not willing to trade for him. If there's no guarantee that he's going to resign. And that's, I mean, it's tough to guarantee that, you know, but yeah, I think he's probably most likely would resign in Philadelphia or, or Brooklyn. He would definitely resign in Brooklyn. And I put it, yeah, I
1: think, I think he probably gave them the teams that he would resign with.
0: Right. And I think it'd probably be Philadelphia and Brooklyn. Yeah. I, I just don't, I keep saying this. I don't think Brooklyn has enough to get him. I really don't like. They'd have to give up their picks. Like they'd have to be the Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett thing all over again, where they give up their picks for years and they just have no draft picks.
1: In, like, and like, who's gonna pass the ball on that team? <laughs>
0: yeah, no one. They're going. You're gonna need three basketballs for KD, Kyrie, yeah. <laughs> and Harden. <Ben> <laughs> He's gonna have no. Can you one. imagine
1: then they're like, they like, they're just like. Wrestling. They had like a jump ball with all three yeah. of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wrestling over the ball every time. Kevin Durant gets thrown to the ground by James Harden.
2: They're all you just, just like yelling at hands. some fucking poor power forward trying to inbound the ball because they're just going to run an iso.
0: And they're all like, No, it's me! No, no,
2: It's some like European guy who just starts crying on the court.
0: That's another reason though. we should come to Philadelphia. It's definitely a better fit. Way better fit than Brooklyn. Seriously, like again, Kyrie's a ball dominant guard. Harden's a ball dominant guard. Kyrie's. He definitely a sport. just would
2: rather live in Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, I mean, New York, but you know, New York's not that far away. Quick helicopter train right ride. Away. Yeah, helicopter.
2: Yeah. yeah, they definitely take helicopters. Yeah. New York ain't that far, but Brooklyn's far. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, once you yeah. get to New York City, it's like another forty-five minutes to get to Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, but you know, James Harden's hitting up the clubs in Manhattan. You know, he's yeah, no, he's true. no Brooklyn guy. He's going for the big city. You know. He's just I'm taking a chopper square. over there. Yep. You know, land land in the penthouse suite, <laughs> hit the clubs in New York, and yeah. per- you know, perhaps there's a couple clubs in Philadelphia on the way. <laughs> Anyway, fellas, let's uh, talk hit about a Kyrie. He in Philadelphia.
2: He had every club in Philadelphia. Yeah,
0: that's right. Anyway, while we have Kyrie mentioned? Let, let's talk. Let's talk about him. I love a good transition like that.
2: I thought you were going to go into a Manscape read right there. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> now I was mentioned beginning. Kyrie Irving.
0: We get out beginning of the, kind of the show. I'm going
2: to tell probably. you about
0: the Manscape 3.0. <laughs> No, no, let's, let's go, talk Kyrie Irving. Though I love a good transition. We had him on and talking about him in Brooklyn. And now he's been in the news this past week. He was recently – well, first off, he's not talking to the media all year. He he's, he's going to let his game speak or whatever that means. I have no idea what that means. He's hardly even played a game in the past season. Didn't sit out in the bubble. Had his uh, shoulder surgery. Stephen A. Smith went off on him today everything's apparently uh, the media's fault stuff like that. And then he also made a comment on Kevin Durant's podcast saying for the first time in his career, he feels like he has someone that can hit the same shots as him. Now LeBron said that made him very upset. Uh, you know, I'm I'm happy for LeBron for speaking out like that because that was one of the most stupid comments like Kyrie could ever make. I don't. Did he say
1: don't, clutch shots or the same shots.
0: He said this is the first time uh, I I can find the direct quote, but it, it's something really close to the lines of this is the first either time. Way, in my, way, this is the first time in my career where I can look at someone and be like, damn, that guy can make the same shot that I can make. Yeah, it, it, I believe it was maybe clutch
1: shots, but. Uh, still anything that on. comes out of that guy's mouth is just hot garbage, but
0: then he blames him on everybody else that he, yeah.
1: uh, well, he's, he's also, I think he's insane a little bit. Like he's a little, he's a little crazy. Oh, definitely. Cra- I mean, dude, he thought the earth was flat. He
2: yeah, scared the <laughs> shit out of me, dude. He's like, he's now in that category of people that I, I would like, he could, he, he could be like, I'll come and do your podcast. Like in, like in the, in the fucking hinky hole, like <laughs> yeah buy that house, we'll go down there and do it. And I'd be like, no, I'm good. Like, yeah. he, I don't trust him.
0: So stay away, like, Kyrie. He's a
2: wild card, dude. He scares the shit out. He's like Mike Tyson. Like, I could never be in the same room as Mike Tyson. I could never be in the same room as him. Like, he could just snap. Like, I feel like he's just going to snap one day. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, no, definitely. Like, I, something's wrong with him. And he, he, talent-wise, is probably one of the – you could really make an argument that Kyrie is the most talented point guard in the league. He can finish. He can shoot. get got the r- ridiculous handles. He's so like, fun to watch. Yeah, great player to watch. And I'm not trying to disrespect, disrespect his game at all. But in terms of accountability – the dude just doesn't have, hold himself accountable ever. It's always like, he, like Stephen A. Smith said today, he always seems to like blaming on the media. He came out with a flat earth comment. And then all of a sudden, like the media blew it out of proportion. Problem, he had problems in Boston with the media. And I believe if you're in Brooklyn and you have problems with the media, like dude, you're in New York, that's like the, one of the media hubs of the world. And of course, he's not even speaking the media this year, which I, I think is crazy. I think it's crazy. But first, let's reel this back in what did we make of his comments saying, like, this is the first time in my career where someone can make the same shot as me? Like, what, what was the dig at LeBron for? Because, uh, you know, they were dapping up after he left Cleveland. They, like, when they played each other, they, they would still dap each other up. They seemed cool. Then he kind of takes his dig at him. You know, all, you know I think it's ridiculous, but anyone have a take on it?
1: I think he's just, he's just fake. He's, he's completely fake on that, about everything. Yeah, and He's I think, done this stuff in the past, too. Like, he said stuff about um not having help and stuff like that when it's like dude you've been on two really good teams <laughs> and you haven't you haven't I mean uh in Cleveland he played well but he he actually underperformed I think in Boston.
0: I mean yeah he was supposed to be like Boston Savior and I mean Kemba Walker fair play to him he pretty much put up the same numbers as Kyrie. Yeah. I mean they're slightly worse very slightly but I mean he's he pretty much like there was no difference. I think I'd agree with you he definitely underperformed in in uh, what's it called in Boston, LeBron said when they were playing together, he wanted nothing more for Kyrie than for him to be the MVP of the league. He kind of was giving him the keys to you know be the next uh, the next big thing, I guess. And I think Kyrie, you know, thought he was better, better than he actually was. And he's kind of just like you said, just crazy. He's so volatile, volatile. You I never know him, this guy.
2: After hearing like LeBron's comments about it. I think that if, if Kyrie didn't force it, I think LeBron really wanted to stay there and, like, become the Dwayne Wade from the Heat and, like, let Kyrie take over as, like, the main guy and, like, try to win a bunch in Cleveland. But I think once he left, he realized, like, getting somebody else to come there was going to be hard. And like and Kevin Kyrie- loves declining. Yeah. And, yeah, so I don't know. Like, that would have been fun, though. Like, I love watching them together. But I also kind of think Kyrie at that point was thinking, like, Oh, like I'm winning this championship! Like he thought he was the LeBron of the Heat. Like he thought he was like the MJ to the Pippin, and then he went somewhere else. And it's like, well, this guy's still winning championships, and like you still have a support. You had a great supporting cast in Boston, and like you guys didn't really do shit. So, I clearly it was LeBron.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, definitely was LeBron. I think that you know the shot he hit. Kyrie obviously hit that big three that kind of sealed the deal. I think it went that definitely went straight to his head. Straight to his head, he's like, I won Cleveland the championship. Like, thank you, thank yeah. me, Cleveland. Thank me for that one. Yeah. Ky- Kyrie Irving, like, I got mad respect for his game. Hell of a player, f- fun to watch. But I, I, like you said, Nick, like, I, I would not like to be in the same room as that guy. Because everywhere he goes, is like, problems. Like, for, in Boston, we've said it, like, that team should have been really good. With uh, ball, uh, with uh, Kyrie and Tatum and Jalen Brown, like, that's a stacked team if you look at it now. But Kyrie, like, it didn't – never fit. Never fit.
1: Yeah, and you know how he said he's not talking to the media this, yeah. this year? You know what that means? He's just going to leak comments about, like, things about KD all year, and then KD's just going to go back at him, like, leaking a couple, of, like, things about Kyrie. <laughs> it's all I, just going to come out anyway. He's yeah, just, just
0: going like,
2: to reply to the leaks on Twitter from his fucking burners. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Oh, the, the,
0: the burner accounts this year in Brooklyn are going to be great. You know Katie's popping off on the burner accounts this year. But I, I've I've said this, and I, well, I'm not sure if I said it on the podcast, but I've said it to myself at least. Um, I never thought the Brooklyn thing, like with KD and Kyrie, like I was never – everyone seems to be sold on them. Like they can – they're definitely going to win a championship and things like that. I'm not so sold on them. I think Kyrie is definitely soft, like definitely soft, as we've seen the last – well, this – last couple of days, but you know, throughout his whole career. And I don't think Kevin Durant's like that mentally strong either. Like he, like I said, he has the whole burner account situation. He doesn't like hearing people's comments and doesn't take criticism very well. And I, I get it. Cause he's definitely a hard worker, but I think us, like if there's some drama I remember the Kevin Durant drama with Draymond Green a few years ago in golden state, that came out, and a lot of people say like that kind of pushed Kevin Durant out of Golden State. There's definitely going to be trouble in that locker room between Kyrie and Kevin Durant. It might not seem it right now because they seem all buddy buddy, but once again, like we said, there's only one basketball, and once one of them is not getting that basketball, and they're the other ones taking like the uh, the star away from the other, you can expect some drama in Brooklyn, and I think it's going to show. I'm not sure like they might have a great regular season record, but I could see them getting bumped out early. I don't know by who. I mean, I could see them bu- getting bumped out in the second round by maybe a Miami, a Philly, a Boston, a Milwaukee. Like, I, I could definitely, definitely see that happening. So, again, there's my take. So, you know, Yeah, I know?
1: think if you can take one of them out, then y- you can beat them in a playoff series. Oh, yeah. It like, just takes one of them. You know what I mean? Just, do, just stop yeah. one of them.
0: They do have good role players, though. Like, I'll grant them Like, Karis Levert and all those guys. Like, they can ball. They can yeah, definitely they ball. Yeah, they can. But, I, you know, their offense is going to run through the other two guys. So, anyway, let's do one more NBA topic. ESPN coming out with their top 100 players for the 10th year now. First half of the countdown is done. Some interesting numbers here. We got, like, well, they're not in order, but they can't. I'm just looking at the uh, the picture I sent you guys. 91, Seth Curry. And then you get names, Buddy Heald at 87, DeMar DeRozan at 82, John Wall at 81, Montrez Harrell at 75. The biggest surprise, though, Lonzo Ball. I know we like to have some fun with the Lonzo Ball on this podcast. Like, comes in at 54. I have Zach Levine, Tyler Hero, Blake Griffin, and D'Angelo Russell. I couldn't be more stoked, Pat. Come on, he's 54th best in the league, man. 54th best player how of those guys. What's your take on that? He's. I mean, he's not.
1: I mean, I know he does, he's an all-around player, but that doesn't make him better than the other guys that do, every like, those two things way better than him.
0: I think this is just, the, this is just their projections. This wasn't based off last year. They're projecting okay. him. I think they're projecting him this year to be really, like, the 54th best player in the NBA.
1: He could. I mean, with those – with Ingram and uh, – Zion. And Zion, he's going to get – if he's the starting point guard, he's going to get a lot of assists. So, I don't, I don't know. But also, he's like, – I mean – good. Oh,
2: my bad. Being the 54th best player in the NBA isn't really that impressive because, like, that's like – there's four teams, the four full teams and then a starting five, and then he's a sixth man. So, if you just did, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, I got There would be four yeah. full rosters of players better than him, and then another starting five, and then well,
0: that's Alonzo Ball. Yeah, that, I'm, I agree with that. But I'm saying the names that he's ahead of, Zach Levine, yeah. Tyler Hero, D'Angelo Russell. Montrez- he's definitely
1: not better than Zach Levine. That's
0: a uh, joke. Montrez Harrell, John Wall, DeMar DeRozan, Buddy Heald, Seth Curry. Like, these are all guys, Why I said. Like, if I had to pick one. I take Zach Levine over Lonzo. I take Hero over Lonzo. I take I'd, DeMar. DeMar. I take D'Angelo Russell. I take Montrez Harrell. I take Seth Curry. I take Buddy Hill. Like all these guys. I mean,
1: yeah, you already know what I think. I I'd take I all those guys over
0: him. What about. Hey, uh, I learned
1: my DeMar take from Parker.
0: Pat, well, Pat's pat got the DeMar jersey, man. I know Pat's a yeah, DeMar guy. He also, I, I think he might. Uh, eventually get traded because that you know the spurs aren't the spurs that we grew up with i think they're probably yeah,
1: he needs a good team to be on like he's not that good where you can think, just carry i,
0: I think they're going to struggle again this year i think he might find his way to like los angeles somehow i think he's going because he's an la guy oh my
1: god if they imagine him as like a six man
0: on los angeles he would i will let's see on LA. yeah i think i mean they Wait, probably which, have which team Lakers. I think he'd be a Lakers. Lakers, Lakers. Yeah, that I mean I, either way
1: it's sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah either way it's
0: pretty good. Maybe give up like Caruso, Kuzma, and a bunch of picks, get DeMar DeRozan on over there. Like that that team is that okay, that team would be very, very, very
1: good. They're already by far the biggest favorite to win again.
2: With the additions got. He out. wouldn't fit on the Sixers well. What's that, Nick? It just sucks he wouldn't fit on the Sixers well because we like he doesn't shoot a lot of threes.
0: No. So. Mid-range game's on point, though.
1: Yeah, his mid-range game is fucking yeah. awesome. I think that's why he worked on uh, the Raptors, because they had so many shooters that he could just yeah. do his own thing, and then
0: right. they made up for it's
1: it. He's a great score.
0: Yeah, he definitely definitely is a great score. Um, anyway, I just want to kind of get the Lonzo Ball thing there. I thought it was crazy that they're projecting him to be 54th, and I'm a Lonzo Ball fan, but I wouldn't put him you know, ahead of the other guys. That,
2: I think but, he might be better than Zach Levine, though.
0: Wow, hot take from Nick. I, I, I love Zach me. Levine, too.
2: I like I like Zach Levine. I just like I would like to see him on a more compa- like put up the numbers he does, or just see what t- type of numbers he puts up on like a fringe playoff team.
0: Because like,
2: he's really like the only like he's like the the w- number one like yeah, f- and there's like a pile of shit before number two in their yeah. off ones. Yeah, I'm kind of you don't but- believe in Laurie. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot right. about Laurie Markin. He's not that good though. Like,
1: this is, he's, not good. He's this, a this, good
0: is this is his year where he's got to prove it. Like he's got to prove if he's like he's, like the hype was real because wow, he has not been playing as well as you know maybe people thought. Um, anyway, 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 that's my. I always say anyway. I got to stop saying that as my transition. Um, where do we go from here, fellows? We can go. Well, you know, we didn't do buy or sell last week. Completely forgot. We probably skipped over it again today. But I'm going to get into it real quick. Buyer selling is our. Buy or sell is our betting segment. Guys, click the link in the chat. Week 14 NFL lines. We went NFL, NBA. We're jumping back to NFL real quick just to look at the lines for the week and maybe give you guys some things that you might like to bet on. We haven't looked at these yet, so this is our our first look at them. So take them for what you will. Give us some credit if you win some money. Don't blame us if you don't. There's some kind of – I think there's some good games this week, if fellas. If Wait, I'm not- so
1: is the Dallas game considered uh- – this week or like I don't know cuz Dallas
0: Dallas is on there twice. There's Dallas versus Baltimore and there's Dallas versus Cincinnati.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. so it's just it just has the Dallas game on there from this week cuz they're on tonight.
0: Yeah, they're on. Yeah, right. It's technically a week
1: 13 game.
0: Okay, but I they're betting, yeah, so we'll take the Ravens one. That goes down tonight, right? 8:05 or something like yeah. that. Yeah, take that one out of the equation. This other uh, New England, who by the way has been looking great lately. They're kind of turning things around. Are they 500? New England.
1: They just smoked the. Uh, like they completely shut down Justin Herbert.
0: Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Let's see here. Yeah. It they're was
1: six like and six. Forty-five. Nothing.
0: They're six and six. So if they sneak into the playoffs, which is tough right now for them, but like you could really make the argument that the uh, the whole Brady Belichick thing's heating back up again on who's having the better season. But anyway, let, let's let's look at these lines uh, real quick, and we'll give our picks of the week. Eagles are minus plus seven and a half. Excuse me, versus the Saints. I think take the birds. I, I, I think they're gonna lose by a lot more than seven and a half points if I'm being <laughs> honest. Wow, here's an interesting I, line. After the Pittsburgh Steelers lost this week to the football team, they are opening up as plus two and a half versus Buffalo. Pat I think Pat would like that. I, I think I'd take that. Pat's a big stealer oh, You know what? I'm no, not, no, I'm no, not, no, no, no,
1: no. They're gonna I'm, lose.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I do I'm not sold on the Steelers, and I've been saying that like, I've been saying that I'm not sold on the Steelers like their their undefeated record, a previously undefeated record, it kind of felt empty. And then it just didn't feel right to me. I didn't seem as good as they actually the record showed. I would I would take the Bills in that game. They're minus two and a half. I could see them yeah, I'll take I'll take the Bills minus two and a half. I think the Saints are probably gonna win by more than seven points, so maybe take that too. Huh. What else, yeah,
1: what I else? think the I think that the um Steelers are still a really good team, but they're playing their third game in how many days? Like
0: 12, I think, 13, 12 days.
1: That's crazy. They're not going to win that game.
0: Yeah. Um. I wanted to say something about that, but I forget what it was. Wow. Uh, I'm just looking at some of these lines. Seahawks are minus minus thirteen and a half versus the Jets. All right, guys, what, what are your picks here? What are your picks here?
2: I got Dolphins at home plus seven and a half against the Chiefs.
0: That's on – what's it called? FanDuel. FanDuel, they're plus seven and a half. It looks like they're plus seven on everything else. The other oh sites.
2: yeah, my bad. I, for yeah. some reason, mine isn't the same. My like, what the website that came up isn't the same. Yeah, oh, it does okay. that sometimes.
0: Okay, yeah, I got. This. So they're plus seven on most betting sites. FanDuel are plus seven and a half. You think they upset Kansas City? Uh
2: what no, but think? I don't. I just don't think Can, like Kansas City has had a couple games this year where like it's a little closer yeah. than you think. And I think the Dolphins are a better team than like I think they had a close game with like the Panthers. They beat them by two. Right. So I, could, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if the Chiefs covered, but I, I think the Dolphins have a good shot at losing by less than a touchdown.
0: And the Chargers. The Kansas City almost lost to the Chargers in the, early in the season as well.
2: Yeah, so, you know, and they got to travel to Miami the day before the game. So, yeah.
0: Oh, one thing I wanted to mention, because the Eagles are on my mind, and I just saw the Denver line, which I'm not going to take it. Denver's plus three and a half versus Carolina. Phil Will Parks. <laughs> is uh, Philly Willie Parks you know he's going off the Eagles uh, that's kind of sad I like that guy but he's back in Denver and he plays this week so I'll be looking out for Will Parks in that game I missed Will Parks already but okay so I got mine I think I want to take like I said I think I'll take Buffalo minus two and a half and I think I'll take the Saints at minus seven and a half those are my picks
1: yeah I think I'm going to take the Raiders plus two and a half and then I'm going to go with the Bills two minus two and a half
0: that's a big game for the Raiders because the Raiders have a couple games coming up that are like four – I think they have four tough games coming up. And this one against Indianapolis, they're plus two and a half. Like they're trying to sneak into the playoffs. You've got to be Indianapolis to get, to get in. That, you know, yeah. They, so, uh, yeah, definitely Raiders, huge game for them this week. All right, cool. There are our picks for the week. Like I said, give us some credit if you win money. If not, don't blame us. All right, we'll move on to our final topic of the day, which is Boxing and boxing now of course involves youtube celebrities namely the paul brothers now jake paul of course has comes off his crazy defeat of nate robinson crazy ko very scary knockout and a few weeks later a few days later maybe a week later i guess his brother logan signs to fight who else but floyd money mayweather uh, i can't believe that this is the state of boxing, that Logan Paul is flight, fighting the best boxer of all time after he just lost to the uh, – who, who's the guy he lost to last time, the gamer guy? Si? KSI? KSI? How do you say it? K, K, KSI? Whatever. KSI. 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 Yeah. So you lose to KSI, and now all of a sudden you're fighting uh, the best of all time. Best of all time. So I think that's going to be you know – first off, uh, it's going to be just uh, a spectacle again the Mike Tyson fight with versus Roy Jones and obviously Jake Paul and Nate Robinson too. Guess, do you know how many pay-per-views that sold? Just take yeah, a that's guess. A lot. Just take a guess. Well, I guess, you know, if you don't know a hundred million, no, no, a hundred million. That's no, 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 you're talking, I'm not talking how much money they made. I'm the talking the entire money. European union. No, no, I'm not, I'm not talking how much money they made. I'm talking uh, the, the the buys of the pay-per-view. It was 1.6 million. Then I think, um, Tyson made like $7 million or $10 million or something like that. But the, the actual pay-per-view sold 1.6 million, which was the top pay-per-view of 2020. Even beat like the best UFC, the UFCs of the year, highest pay-per-view of the year, 1.6 million pay-per-view buys. Like Conor McGregor numbers right there. Conor McGregor usually floats around there and kind of, he sometimes cracks a 2 million pay-per-view buys. But the fact that Mike Tyson and Roy Jones got that, now, that's that's nuts. That's uh, crazy. But anyway, I think Floyd and Logan Paul is going to do some crazy numbers as well. They might break some pay per view records. What do you what do you think on this? How I'm not even going to say does Logan Paul win because I think you know he lost to the other YouTube guy. Floyd Mayweather is going to toy with this guy. I, how quick do you think it ends? I I don't know. Like
1: I don't know what the differences between like I know he's a professional fighter, but like he's so much smaller than Logan Paul. So like. He ain't touch him. Isn't it going to be hard to knock him out? Like, I don't
0: know. Yeah, I think you get him in the right spot, dude. Like, he's he's collapsing.
2: Gosh. I don't think Logan Paul's taking a punch from, like, somebody that skilled. Like, he doesn't have a lot of power. But, like, his only other – like, the only other time he's fought, he's fought another dude from YouTube. So, right. I think, like, the punch is going to come off a little different. Um. And I like Manny Pacquiao didn't touch Floyd Mayweather. So I don't think Logan Paul is going to even come close. No, he's not going to, he's not going to land. I just, I think Floyd's just, Floyd is, it it depends on how long it goes. It depends on how much Logan Paul talks shit, but I don't know. I mean, I hope Floyd can
0: knock him out. (laughs) I (laughs) I, I don't see this. Like I don't see Logan Paul landing a single punch. Now he might get like a cheeky little like you know you know with the I don't know I actually I'm not even gonna say that I really could see like him not landing one punch against Floyd Mayweather.
1: I think his best bet would be to try to just push like make it a a uh, like a grappling match kind of and then get Floyd in the corner because there's I don't know how he gets a hit like in the yeah, middle he, of the ring.
0: He won't. He absolutely won't. He won't touch him. I, I'm definitely going to buy it, though. I definitely am going to buy it. And I want to see Jake Paul versus, like, another guy on the uh, the co-main event. Who, who would Jake Paul fight? He not even calling out someone. He, I mean, I know he's, he's calling, calling out Danis.
1: Dylan Danis and uh, uh, McGregor. Connor.
0: Yeah, but I don't <laughs> – okay. Connor you, won't be an undercard. Yeah, he wouldn't – yeah, Connor's got a main yeah. event. He's got a main event. If you But if you do, like, another YouTube guy um, – it was not – there's a couple guys that he wanted to fight. Who?
1: <laughs> I think Dylan Danis would lose to Jake Paul.
0: Yeah,
1: he Jake, sucks at boxing. Jake,
0: Jake Paul's got hands, man. He's proven he's got some hands. Um, but I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go off and say that he he'd lose. But uh,
2: I think it's. I think it sets up Jake Paul perfectly to fight Conor if he beats the shit out of Dylan Danis before his brother fights Floyd Mayweather.
0: Yeah, sure, it he's I can't believe boy. we're even. Ta- I can't believe we're even talking about this right now. That these like YouTubers are fighting like McGregor and Mayweather and mm-hmm. things like that. That to me is absolutely insane.
1: I mean, I think it would, st- and I also think that it would be a bigger payday than any UFC fight he could get. You think so, McGregor? Yeah.
0: I mean, he made a, For he Janus, made a- definitely. Oh yeah, definitely for D- Dylan Dennis Yeah,
2: he's got to be. Ch- I mean, that's the only reason they can do it because they can create enough of a buzz about it to make the payday worth it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just, I just kind of think like the fact that boxing has come back because of the YouTube story – I mean, of course, there's some big boxing events uh, every year that you know get the attention of the crowd. You know, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. there's uh, – a Earl Spences came back this week. This weekend, and a good win for him against uh, Garcia. So there's a few fights, but like the fact that YouTubers are getting the, the boxing numbers back up it is kind of crazy to me. But yeah, I just want to get that in there. I think Floyd toys with him, obviously, and then probably knocks him out. I think I he think, knocks him out pretty early, to be honest.
1: I mean, other than like because Floyd, Floyd is so much smaller than Logan Paul, like that's why they're um, why it's kind of fair. Uh, they yeah. gotta they gotta get someone Jake Paul's size.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think it. Big makes Robinson is just.
1: He was way too small to be fighting yeah, him.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think the size is going to make a difference in that in the fight at all. I just don't think Logan Paul is going to touch him. Much.
1: I was just saying that's why they they think it's okay to have those two guys fight because. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The, the fact that it's the commission is saying okay, like that,
1: whatever. Yeah, it's because it's a, the best boxer ever versus a nobody.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Nick, I actually said, I said this was going to be our last topic, but you wanted to talk some NHL news. So Oh
2: yeah, just the uh, NHL is probably coming back like January. I saw today 13th from some pretty critical, uh, credible reporters at TSN, Bob McKenzie and Elliot Friedman. Um, so I, I was also seeing last week, like January fifteenth. That's good signs. I was kind of get. I was kind of getting worried they were going to have a lockout or not start until like March. But they're saying fifty six game season starts in January, and the Flyers re signed Phil Myers today. So that's good news. Yeah, is it two two point five year? I think. Yeah, three years, two point five million. It's going to be a fucking steal. A fucking steal. <laughs>
0: All right. Great. Great. So the Flyers are kicking back up. Hockey's kicking back up. I know the NBA's changing things up. I think there's a playing games or something for the playoffs again this year for like, you know, what they did last year, the playing. I think they're doing it again this year. So be quite interesting. Quite interesting. One more thing. with the Sixers thing, could you imagine that first if we get Harden the first game when they announce him coming in the starting lineup and there's fans back at the stadium at the Wells Fargo Center? Oh, my. Could you imagine, like, number 13 from Arizona State, James Harden. And then this I really think there's going to be – From Arizona State, <laughs> James Harden. Yep, like, Matty Cord on it. Like, Maddie Court on the call. The whole stadium would erupt. I can't wait for that first game back in Wells Fargo State. I
1: really do think that by playoff time, there's going to be fans back.
0: Well, the vaccine came out. Vaccine came out in your eyes. Vaccine's
1: out. People are getting it next week, I think.
0: Yeah, no, uh, I, no, they got it today, dude, in England. Oh, uh, uh, really? Yeah, there's someone on, I think some, uh, like, there one guy who's, like, 86. His name was William Shakespeare, oddly enough, unless that was a fake report. But uh, I think it was a credible source. So uh, we'll, Yeah, there it is, William Shakespeare vaccine. I'm going to see if it's from a credible source here. Yeah, all, okay, so these accounts are verified. William Shakespeare among the first to get COVID-19 vaccine in the United Kingdom. So it seemed like a few people got it today in the UK. So I think I saw maybe saw Fauci say something earlier today about we could be back by Memorial day or something, put the mask away by Memorial day. Uh, but I'm not, sh- not so sure about that report, but, but I'm not going to pretend to be some sort of COVID. It'll be a fucking wild Memorial day. If it's yep. a, like, Oh my report. God. Listen, I'm not going to pretend to be a COVID expert and say all these things, but I believe I saw that. Cause you know, they're no going
1: to one- have to, they're going to make a festival. Like, <laughs> That, that expands like the entire new jersey coastline like
0: <laughs> yeah oh my god jersey shore on memorial day weekend with no mask forget about it forget about it but yeah like i said i actually don't know what's going on There's just things i think i saw on my uh timeline so take it yeah, for
2: thinking of william shakespeare when do you guys think pablo picasso died
0: why have i heard why have i seen his name like a bunch of
1: uh nineteen twenty.
0: Yeah, I heard like he's a lot – I heard like 1900 or something. I heard it was something like a lot later than we thought or something. Yeah, he died in 19,
2: 1973, but like I thought this man died in like 1700 yeah, when I was a kid. Like, I didn't think he existed even in like the same – like within the same 500 years as I did. And <laughs> he died – like he was alive at the same time as my parents.
0: Yeah, born October 25th, 1881, died April 8th, 1973.
2: Like the Philadelphia Flyers were an organization when this guy died. That's fucking
0: ridiculous. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I saw him on my timeline today too. I've deleted Instagram for the time being off my phone, but I saw it on, I saw it on Twitter. So I was, I was like, why is Pablo Picasso on my uh, Twitter feed right now? But yeah, I saw something weird about that. Anyway, as I said, I was not going to say anyway for my transitions. I'm going to wrap up the show with another anyway. Fellas, I think that's all I have. Unless you guys have anything else you'd like to add.
1: Nope. Oh, uh, the Warzone squad is back!
0: Oh yeah, but yeah, back. We are, are you getting back. On By the way, Parker, are you getting on tonight? I will a little bit later. A little bit okay, later. That's but. good because I'm gonna run out and get some food. Um, back to back dubs. Me, Parker, and Gallagher.
1: We are back, baby.
0: Yep, and we're gonna get a third one tonight. There one tonight. You can bet on that. Our Twitch stream never actually took off as much as we thought it would. It so <laughs> we much never of really did it. But. Well, th- well, the thing is, because when we, we actually could do it with Gallagher and stuff. Because when you play like, uh, with us, you have yeah. Kyle and Nick on PlayStation, us on Xbox. You couldn't hear all of us talk. You could only hear the Xbox people talk.
1: Maybe so we'll, we'll fire up the
0: stream tonight. Who knows? Yeah, perhaps we'll fire up the I'll stream. I'll spectate. But- yeah, I could spectate. Give I'll us, be in the chat. Give us a little retweet on uh Twitter's. Yeah, chat. You could you could be the chat moderator. All right. All right. You could
2: yeah. be our mod. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna ban everybody from your channel so you have no subscribers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna go get some food. Go get uh my war zone reps in, and I'm gonna call it a night. Nice little relaxing evening for me. Fellas, it's always good talking to you. Kyle, buddy, if you're listening, I, yeah, I hope you listen to this, Kyle, because you know you you weren't uh, participating in the show this week. We missed you, pal. We missed your commentary. Mm-hmm. Guys, like I said uh, earlier in the show, use our code Mansca- uh, on manscaped.com. Seller dwellers, all caps, no space for a perfect gift on the holiday season. You get 20% off plus free shipping. Plus, you guys can leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you like to listen to us. Give us that five-star review. Helps us out a lot. You know, people can see us more if you give us those reviews, so... Show us some love. Show us some love. One
1: more thing, and you can uh, take this out of the show if it sounds like bad. Um, maybe we need to crucify Wentz
0: oh, well, so well, he well. can come
1: back <laughs> once again.
0: Okay, <laughs> I, I see. what you're saying. You want to like, you really want to like scold him badly so he can yes. resurrect into the reality. so he can resurrect.
1: Maybe that's it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's okay. We're, we're toying the line of blasphemy right there. But I'll, I'll, we'll keep it in. We'll keep it in because I, <laughs> I kind of agree with you there, Parker. W- Wentz, we'll say our prayers for Carson Wentz. Hopefully, this, uh, we'll call this the crucifixion. That's what this will be called, the crucifixion. <laughs> he's on the bench. He's riding the pine. Uh, no pun intended there. But, uh, yeah, Carson Wentz, we're praying for you, pal. Hopefully, turn things around next season. Hertz is going to be the starter crazy week. And we'll have plenty to talk about next week when we see how Hertz plays and we'll have our – I'm sure our takes will change and it will be another whole roller coaster for us to ride. But, guys, that's all for this week. Like I said, we will talk to you next week. Hey, Peace. Hey, hey. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Were you there when they <laughs> crucified my quarterback? All right.
0: See you, guys. Peace out. Were you there?